0: The baller, my life is more than money and germination. Story's a crazy dog, I said make a movie behind the baller I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got a chemical, dog I'm the seat behind the baller My life is more than money and journey. Story's a crazy dog, I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last behind the ball. Yo, what up, y'all? You are listening to a brand new episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. This is episode 83 We're getting really, really, really close to that 100 Um, I am your host, Ben Baller Not Ben Humble Just make sure you don't get it fucked up You know what I'm saying? I've never told anybody I was humble Wasn't humble when I was broke I'm not humble now I'm just a realist So yo, look man, we are almost back And when I say we... I'm talking about my motherfucking Wi-Fi situation at the house. I got to give it up to this dude who came by. Yesterday, he climbed up the motherfucking ladder, climbed like 30, 40 feet to this pole, found the situation. I had a fucking neighbor with the fucking cut up, destroyed wire. His fucking shit looked like chalk inside. It was all fucked up, and the rain had fucked it up a few weeks ago. And that's exactly when shit went south. But the note is still fucked up. Instead of dropping Wi-Fi 80 times a day, I drop maybe 10, 12 times a day, which is fine because I can rock for like an hour, two hours here and there, whatever, I drop once here and there, but it is what it is. Look, man, I can rock with it, okay? But we are motherfucking back. Before we even get started, all right, yesterday was a very big day for professional podcasting, all right? Joe Rogan, who is... He's not the Michael Jordan of podcasting. Just because you're the best at something doesn't mean you are the Michael Jordan of something. Um, in order to be the Michael Jordan of podcasting, you'd have to do some whole other shit. No matter how many different things and how much of a pioneer he was, nah, man. There'd have to be another 15, 20 Joe Rogans and then he'd have to be better than all of them. But he's, you know, shit, man. I guess you could say he's the Elon Musk of podcasting, right? Because Elon Musk is is just a fucking, I don't know. Anyways, man, I don't fuck with Elon. You already know that. But listen, congrats to Joe Rogan. He just signed a $190 million deal, somewhere close to $2 million um, with Spotify. He's going to be exclusively there. I don't think he has to worry about endorsements and shit like that. I'm sure they figure that out now. I don't know what the deal is. Um, but congrats, that's big. You know, something like a three-year deal or something. So that's... Uh, You know, 60 something million a year is not bad just off of podcasting, right? It's, it's, I gotta give it up, you know, straight up. That's fucking dope. In fact, that means that a motherfucker gotta start getting, you know, five, 10 M's from this podcast shit. Not not even for the money, you know, it's cool. I'll make a little bread off this show. I ain't gonna lie to you, it's cool, but I do it cause, you know, I enjoy talking shit. I enjoy giving you guys my perspective and not just life, but, as a person who came from nothing to going up i got to give a happy birthday shot to my boy calvin calvin is a vietnamese successful businessman who's a scumbag piece of shit, dirtbag motherfucker who i love but uh he fucking thinks <laughs> fucking calvin's my boy calvin is a he's a savvy dude man he looks like a motherfucker that just ate a fish without no fishing pole looks like he just caught that motherfucker with his mouth straight into the ocean but Dude is definitely on the up and up with his swag. He knows what time it is. These, these some of my boys who I work with, they almost like to enhance like their Asian-ness. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I am who I am, period, right? But but I gotta say happy birthday. My boy Calvin, just turned 40. Good dude, balling out of control, doing his thing. Even, believe it or not, as much shit as I talk, even to my homies, on God, straight up. I really don't even go there. And if some people think I'm extra, you don't even know how much extra I could be. So that it's got to frighten some people who really know me, like how much I really do tone this shit down. It's crazy. Like that's just wild. Um everyone keeps talking about Trump, obviously on the last episode on Monday, he had just said it right after that. So I couldn't really, you know, I wasn't going to do an emergency podcast cuz stupid ass Trump whatever, but he basically told the whole world that he has been taking hydroxychloroquine for a couple weeks now. And, um, you know, some people are like, oh, he's full of shit, he's lying, whatever. I I hope he is taking it. That'd be fucking dope, right? You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine, like, if he's, like, if Trump is really taking this, and from the more people I trust are saying the side effects are bad, unless you do have lupus, whatever, that's fucking amazing. Could you imagine, like, if Trump kept taking this and then he fucking died? That'd be fucking amazing, man. That'd be fucking crazy. Fuck FedEx. It's crazy because I use FedEx a lot. Uh, they fired these two, you know, semi-young African-American dudes who were delivering a package to a guy's house, got on the dude's property, as you have to as a FedEx guy to drop off the thing in the box. And then they were approached by this racist white dude who was just going off on them. Talking about he wanted to catch the fade He didn't say those exact words he Said he's gonna fuck you up This, that, and the third And the FedEx dude's like Yo, man, what the Hey, bro, look at man Step out here onto the street Because he wanted to make sure You know, he he knew his legal boundaries And he's like, yo, man Step onto the street And talk that shit And the dude just kept filming And all this other bullshit Whatever, the video went viral And then FedEx fired those two dudes So I hope UPS hires them or Whatever, and there's a GoFundMe page Or anything it's Just a fucked up situation, man I just... Man, it's just so much shit going on There's so many Karens And you know what's crazy is Look man, I'm Asian I back the Asian people And there's been some fucked up shit going on with Asian people The only thing is We're really good at finding most of it What I mean is There's millions of black people getting fucked with harassed with on a daily basis You can't find all that shit There's too much of it Now with the Asian shit I ain't gonna lie to you People just can't deal with it. They're just more sensitive in certain things. We're good at a lot of things. But when it comes to that type of shit, you know, we're we're just too calm and chill. And people out there are like, yo, this is going on here and there. It's not even one thousandth of what's going on with other people. So they're like, you know, the boy who cried wolf, and they're reporting this shit and it's making us look bad. You know? We just gotta get our Charlie Bronson on and start fucking people up, you know? But more importantly, what are we at near 100,000 deaths? Which, you know, whatever. Who gives a fuck, right? No. Who gives, m- motherfucker, again, it, it's killed more people than anything in the last less than three months, period. But look, man, people are like, open up the country, da, da, da. Man, shut the fuck up. Go out if you want to. Ain't nobody stopping you. You think look at man, I was out the other day getting groceries. Okay. The grocery store was more packed than it was on motherfucking Thanksgiving Eve. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody's fucking paying. No one gives a fuck. People are on the streets. What the fuck are they gonna do? Go out and do what the fuck you want to do. Now, if you can't open your business, that's a whole different thing. I can't open mine. But, oh, you got mine. too fucking bad. Regardless, whatever. You know, life ain't fair. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Life ain't fair. If all the bad shit happened to me, I'm not gonna sit. I'm, I'm gonna sit here and figure out a fucking way. Right? It might not be the fucking prettiest way, but I'm going to figure out a way. I always figure out a way to get. The win, all right? And I got way more reasons to do it now When it's just for me, it's like, eh, you know I might have been a little more uh, relentless You know, when I was younger and whatever Now, I'm just going to be blatant, you know If I got jack, motherfucker, it is what it is But open up the economy, man I'm going to do the same shit I've been doing, like I said But I won't lie to you I'm low-key, ultra, super microscopic low-key losing my sanity. I've been making money. So when we started this pandemic, I wasn't making any money. Right now, thanks to TOPS, I'm making money. And that helps, you know, but I've said this before, you know, uh, money doesn't bring you happiness. You see people who have money and they're miserable, right? But at the same time, being broke will definitely cause stress on your motherfucking body and everything. Um, anyways, I have been looking at flights, hotel rooms, I've been looking at all kinds of shit online I've been booking trips just for fun, fucking around here and there I'm not pushing checkout, but I'm just like booking them, even though I could cancel shit immediately But I've been really, really, really fucking eyeballing Miami Beach Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on I watched All About the Benjamin last night once the internet got back on, and you know, movies filmed in Miami, I watched Scarface before that, that's Miami, and it just random shits that are popping up, and I'm like, man, I, I got to get to South Beach. I got to get to South Beach. I got to see my boy Chino. I got some people to see, like, for real. Like, I just, I need to get, um, I would say the Caribbean, right? Or I would, yeah, I mean, you know, I would love to be in motherfucking um, Turks and Caicos or... uh Shit, I, I'm staying the fuck away from Dominican Republic. uh, Staying away from Trinidad. I would love to be in fucking St. Bart's, you know? Staying the fuck away from Bahamas. I don't know, man. I wish, and I'm not, I'm not fucking with Jamaica right now. But uh, Miami will do. And I don't know when I'm going to be clear to go. But I will say this. San Francisco is on my radar. So I'm definitely going to be hitting SF soon. I'm going to be looking like a goddamn motherfucking fool. I'm going to look like that fucking Matthew fucking Broderick movie. Was it Project X? whatever the fuck it was? That monkey and shit. I'm going to look fucking crazy. Was it Dustin Hoffman? Or was one of those motherfuckers? But yeah, um, PJ to Oakland. And then uh, car service. Sprayed the fuck down. Lysol, Clorox wipes, the whole nine on the seats and everything. And then, um, you know, my spot. Chill out. See what the fuck is going on. Hopefully stores are open by... You know, mid-June We'll see what the fuck is good I don't really know But yeah, most of the country's opening up You know, there's really not much to say About COVID-19 I'm not saying it's dying out Or whatever else And there's all kinds of other Crazy conspiracy theorists And everything else And whatever And like I follow this dude Who has one of the top He has a top ten podcast On the big boy charts All across the board The dude has a And I don't Honestly To tell you the truth I really don't Even exactly know What he does I know he's Jewish Because his fucking last name And everything else but there's just a lot of shit that kind of like Just trips me out But his name is Ben Shapiro And I know Ben Shapiro has, has He's retweeted things of mine Or random blah blah Whatever he doesn't follow me He might have I don't really know But I just remember I was like You know what I'm gonna start following this dude And I realized he has a huge fucking podcast He's very Republican He's a Hasidic Jew so Orthodox Jew And um, he is confusing He's like It's weird man I can't explain to you You know what I mean Like he'll Retweet shit about you know Things that Leonardo DiCaprio say But Leonardo DiCaprio hates Republicans a motherfucker is a straight heavy de- Democrat Now again I think I lean more on the Democrat side Right um, I obviously know a lot of Republican people I've never ever voted Republican in my entire life But I'm not necessarily like tied to one thing But what the trip is Ben Shapiro he's like one of those dudes He's, he's very vocal He's got a it Seems like he has a vast vocabulary And he speaks you know tough and everything You know even the dude who was just on my show um, a month ago, Jordan Schachtel, you know, when he came on the show, you know, he was like kind of low-key timid. But, you know, you go on Twitter and follow that motherfucker. And he got Twitter fingers like a motherfucker. And so does Ben Shapiro. You know what I'm saying? And like, he just says shit, you know what I mean? Talks a certain way, whatever. And then the people that follow him, they're just like, you know, like, oh, I bet this person was a fucking Democrat. I bet this. What the fuck are you talking about? And sometimes they're wrong. It's not. Because people immediately would think that I'm a Democrat or Republican. They wouldn't even fucking know. You know, um, I think Jay-Z and Beyonce are the most, you know, of course, but they're black and it's different. You see Russell Simmons, they're Republicans, but they don't fuck with Trump. It's just a different type of thing, right? And it's just, you know, I don't get into politics. I never have been anyone that's big in politics. But right now, more than ever, it's such a big deal. And people are like, Yeah, this person didn't do this, I bet he's a Democrat or blah blah. Motherfucker, you don't know shit. But what I do know is that Ben Shapiro has a big podcast. He talks that shit. He low key reminds me of that white bitch that Tommy Tommy Lauren that went. Back, man, I would spit on that hoe if I seen her. But you know, um, I don't. And I don't know, man. I just keep. You know, I might unfollow dude. I'll figure it out. I don't know. I was just like thinking. I just want to see what the fuck dude was about. Tweets about a bunch of things. There's certain people be like, oh man, if I see you, you know, um, you always say, oh, you're not who you really are online and blah blah. Sometimes if you catch me in the right times, you can catch something that really is me. But the way this dude tweets he's tweeting one certain way when i say it's confusing i'm saying it's like he dick sucks some of these celebs or government officials and then um you know he, he he shares his strong opinions bottom line is he's a weenie that's for sure like dude ain't about nothing like if i tell someone to smack them i'm gonna smack them now if i get fucked up coming back with the gun and shooting a motherfucker hiring a good attorney, and dealing with what I got to deal with. That's how I live with all my life. Some people be like, oh, man, Ben, you're so full of shit. Da, da, da. Motherfucker, you don't know a fucking thing about me. And you know what? It's so funny that every time they run it, people don't know shit on the internet. These motherfuckers that look like a geek, they're out there killing motherfuckers, they're out there doing this, that, and the third. My boy Jesse found me on, on Instagram. This dude and did fucking, see, he's got to be my age. So he's like 48, 47. Jesse done spent at least 20 years in jail. And I was saying that's cool. By the way, another thing too, just because you went to jail, you don't get no respect from me. I mean, if you did a six or 10 year, yeah, man, I'd be impressed because you kept your sanity and you, you you, you came back into society, which is the toughest thing to do and be okay again. But that don't make you cool, motherfucker. You cool as fuck if you did all that shit and didn't go to jail. So anyways, back to Ben Shapiro. If he got slick or cute and he lives in Los Angeles... I would smack the shit out of dude And not give a fuck And 100% this dude would press charges Okay And then he'd realize I'd be on my Joe Pesci shit And just come back So Out with that violence, sorry Had to get that fuck out of my system Tomorrow uh, My card was supposed to drop yesterday But tomorrow My Dwight Gooden A.K.A. Dr. K Doc Gooden card drops tomorrow all right. And there's just been a lot of crazy talk in the hobby, right? In the hobby space, in the baseball card collecting world, there's been a lot of crazy talk. People are getting excited, people are getting confidence, people out there going wild. My fucking Ichiro card is selling for over $900. Fucking. Not my artist proof, the motherfucking $20 regular card. And it was a short print, you know? Just barely over 1300 cards were made. And so it's a short print. Plus, it's card number one. I led the entire fucking project off and um you know i'm proud of everything i've done this doc Gooden gotta be top three favorite fucking card i like the ricky a little better um i like this more than the trout though i know my jeter is going to be the most all-time greatest fucking card period and people are wondering like they ask me questions like hey how come your utero is selling for this and fucking mike trout selling for 30. first of all motherfucker nobody even has a mike trouts yet people are just all getting them this week For the first time, people are getting them in. They're trickling in. Remember, this was the fucking highest print run that they've ever had for this project. Okay, I damn near tripled what the highest card fucking sold. All right, now the highest card sold the sixteen thousand, so I still did over double. So understand that my Ricky Henderson sold the grip. Right, it it sold the third highest. Now you know, there's people out there catching up. They're getting the, the higher print runs now. People are fucking with it, you know, it, it's moving good. And, and I want everyone to do good. But my Doc Gooden card is fire for the real OG New York, you know, the Mets fans, the Metropolitan fans that are, you know, I reside in Queens. I brought back that old Shea Stadium swag. And um, after that, I'm pretty sure my Cal Ripken drops. I got big, big, big fucking news when my Jeter drops. That's going to be a big deal. But yeah, man, people in the hobby, you know, it's a different world. And, um, you know, people are fickle, people are, are picky in certain things, but man, look, bro, we gonna keep this pushing. I got fucking 15 more cards to drop. You know what I'm saying? So just understand that. As this podcast drops, I have an ESPN feature story. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. I'll obviously post a link and everything. But um, I wanted to tell you guys, that guy, Dr. Abe, the one who came over and gave me the antibody test, He's a house call doctor He's a mobile doctor He does house calls And um, He's coming by Later today To give me a motherfucking full physical I don't know if he's gonna stick a finger in my ass But I mean you gotta do a prostate exam And all that shit And it ain't fun But I'm getting full blood work done Everything All the motherfucking I'm doing the chemistry All that shit AST, ALT Cholesterol I'm doing a full blown physical It's been five years You're supposed to do one every year The next thing I got to do when everything gets all fucking cool, I'm definitely not doing it until motherfuckers are chill and there ain't a fucking thing in sight or a fucking hospital's completely empty, but I got to get a colonoscopy done. That shit is no fun. It is no motherfucking fun to get an eight-foot black tube the size of motherfucking Shawn Michaels or fucking Jake Steed, one of them big-ass motherfucking, it's a big black tube that goes in your ass. Yeah, man, we're talking fucking eight feet long. The motherfucker goes in you. They give you some fucking propofol, put your ass out. Some of the best fucking drugs I ever had in my entire life. The last time I had that motherfucker, I was what forty one or forty two, and uh, you know you should get one definitely as often as possible. But man, you know colon cancer is no joke. But anyways, Doctor Abe, his Instagram is at Abe Malkin MD. A B E M A L K I N M D. And these motherfuckers uh, By the way, I'm fasting As of last night I couldn't have no motherfucking nothing Except for water And uh, in about, you know, 30 minutes I'll be all good I can fucking eat shit and do whatever Blah, blah, I have stuff But uh, obviously you gotta fast Before you do any kind of blood work and stuff But again, a full physical Hit up his Instagram DM him Um, He'll come to the house Give you a fucking COVID test Give you a fucking antibody test Whatever the fuck you wanna do Look at man, check this out We are going to take a motherfucking break. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Miles, hit these good people off with something. You know that dude. What's his name? You know what the fuck his name is. My dog, At Lakey Inspired. So yeah, man. Short little break. We're back. Um, this ain't gonna be that long of an episode, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, solo on that ass. I just wanted to give you, you know, that straight raw. Keep you up to date. Um, obviously, this is not easy to do. Everyone who has a podcast and has opened one up or tried one here and there, I see people fade away. Look, man. I give you motherfuckers two episodes a week consistently. I have not missed shit. I think there was one issue during Christmas, the holidays. And I think all everyone got sick, and that was a different story. But real talk, I have not taken any time off Of giving you motherfuckers Emergency podcasts, all that shit But yo, I am happy It is fucking 80 something degrees outside I'm gonna go swimming with the kids Then we're gonna go ride the bikes And do all that good shit Ryder, my middle son My little twin This little fucking rascal Drives me fucking crazy every day He turns six on Saturday I don't know what the hell we're gonna do My wife, um, all the kids in his class They've been doing this little thing where they drive up to the people's houses and they stick signs out the window and honk the horns and shit. And we, we did it one time. Like, I live in a fucking little private community. I'm not about to have motherfuckers come to my house, you know what I'm saying? And videotape it this night, even though we got gates and everything. But it's like, man, I'm not about to have that shit, man. But we're going to figure it out. Um, it's so crazy, man. He asked me for an iPad, a laptop, and um, what do you want? Like $30, $40 in Robux. And I forgot what the fuck did he ask for? Oh, a bike. And I'm just like, god damn, man. But uh, yeah, I got him an iPad. You know, fuck it. It's something he needs to have just to get my sanity together. And I'll give him his Robux. But my wife could get him a laptop. Maybe my, my in-laws would get him the bike or something. I don't know. But yeah, Ryder's turning six on Saturday. I'm excited as fuck. Another thing I'm excited for is that sports really is about to happen. These motherfuckers opened the gym for the fucking Lakers. For the Clippers I give a fuck about the Clippers But Seahawks are out there practicing uh, I just talked to my boy Q Quandry Diggs Yeah so Q is um Is going to get on the podcast I'm going to have him on Next week's episode We got no guest today um, But he was telling me That they're getting their training in They ain't fucking around So sports is about to go down I am excited to do a Dodgers project That I got going on And um, shout out to my boy Jack Peterson always You know Been fucking with dude heavy lately He's about to be a problem. I just, I don't know, man. It's going to be weird, but I guess we just have to, we have to take, you know, it's like that girl who might give you that bullshit-ass blowjob that's like, kind of like barely doing certain things, whatever. He's like, ah, fuck. All right, well, you know, what are you going to fucking do? But yeah, no, excited for sports. And, uh, you know, a long time ago when I threw out the first pitch, Dodger Stadium, you know, I was like, all right, now I got an agent who is really in with the Dodgers and everything. So I'm like, I want to go back there and do it again, you know, I was, um, Looking forward to, to going to some games I don't know man It's a weird situation You know what though? I was going to say um, Even though I got my internet back right I was looking for movies to check out and stuff And um, there's just no new good movies out really You know One of my homies is watching this show that I watch called Dr. Foster I think I might have talked about it on the podcast before But that motherfucking show was off the chain I wish they had a fucking season 4 or 5 three, four or 5, all that shit And I wish fucking Bosch was fucking back for another season They got one last season I'm going to be sad as fuck But if you guys got any good movie suggestions, let me know. It's crazy, man. Like, nothing's dropping. Like, you know, they're supposed to be dropping shit the same day, whatever. It's like, come on, there had to be some shit in the queue. Like, there's fucking nothing. I'm looking forward to this Jeffrey Epstein show. I think that shit drops this weekend too. So I don't fucking know. But when I get bored, you know what I do? I look at all the fucking car places. I look at Eurocar, Jake's, fucking CNC, Cars.com, Auto Trader. DuPont Registry, I look at shit all the time. And I saw a fucking Cullinan that I wanted, and I was like, you know what? If this place takes my GTC, my my GTC4 Lusso Ferrari, and my Trackhawk, which I just got, and motherfucker got fucking 200 miles on it, I haven't driven, I just got it, because I was like, fuck, let me help my boy out, Russell Westbrook, he owns a dealership, it's COVID-19, shit ain't really popping over there, boom. You know, I bought the most expensive car in a dealership. Now I don't drive it. So I'm thinking about trading that in, with the GTC4 Lusso for the Cullinan, and um, you know I got to cut the fat out, so I'm like, man, I would get rid of two and jump into one. And then again, I'm like, man, you know I should fucking obviously be conservative and everything else. So it's just a struggle every fucking day. I got to chill. Speaking of which, I was talking to my cousin, female cousin, who happens to be a jeweler. She's one of the biggest jewelers in the world. She is the female me, and um, she was telling me just this year alone she made four million dollars in stocks. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she's not fucking around. She is a gangster, motherfucking Korean gangster motherfucker. And she's been fucking investing in carnival cruise lines. And I'm like shocked because, you know, the last fucking thing I think I would want to do is go on a motherfucking cruise. I'm not, that's why everyone's getting all sick and shit and everything. But I mean, I'm not saying she's getting on a cruise, but she's investing the people are and cruise ships are selling out and everything else. I don't fucking know. What I do know is that my crib then almost went up in a million in value. And um, we were talking about how she knew that I was going to buy this crib in 2014 for right around $4 in San Francisco. And my wife was like, no, I don't want to relocate to SF. And y'all know how bad I want to move to SF. And it's so fucking funny. My cousin was like, man, you don't want to go there. There's a bunch of fucking ugly ass people there. Ugly chicks. Their fashion sucks, blah, blah, whatever. And then I seen some dude talking some shit or whatever. And then my boy had retweeted and commented and said, well, you're just not good looking enough to be in LA. That's why you're in San Francisco. And I was like, damn, is there some running joke that people in SF are ugly? I don't fucking know. Bottom line is, the moral of the story is, I wanted to buy this house for 4.2. I was gonna put maybe 1.5, two mil max in remodeling the place. And this person did that, remodeled it. He just fucking sold the crib in January for $17. Point eight million dollars so for 18 m's this motherfucker made 12 m's profit and i'm sick The only thing is i'd want to live in that crib but yeah for the most part the housing game is stable shout out to my man travis travis wilson is a fucking beast and uh you know depending on what cities you're in in the los angeles area i mean shit bro you're good you know, when you get into that 5 to $10 million range, it could get a little tricky. If you're blowing out of control, man, you know, you want a $15, $20 million crib, it ain't shit. But, you know, that $1.5 to $3.5, 4 million, that, that $1.5 to $4 million range in houses, that shit is strong as fucking L.A. It's crazy. You know, it's, that's one thing. I ain't seen no fucking, I don't think the housing shit is going to tank anytime soon. But, um, again, man, you know, genuinely, I'm, I'm happy, I'm good, man. Um, I told you guys in the last episode that H and K Heckler and Coach, actually it's pronounced cock, right? Like a German cock. I'm not people don't want to fucking say cock in America, right? Whatever. But H and K has reached out to me for this project. We are gonna blow motherfuckers heads away with this shit. It's gonna be motherfucking dope. I'm working on it as we speak. While I'm doing that, I'm fucking finishing Jay Balvin's fucking Murakami chains. This motherfucker got ten. Murakami chains and it's fucking me up. It's already pissing me off. I'm trying to think of side projects. My wife wants me to make her a chain. And um, actually I think they did change it to like around 4th of July is when maybe we'll open retail stores, I don't know man. This is crazy, I'm not really thinking about it too much. But back to H&K, nobody has ever done nothing like this in the gun world. It's gonna blow motherfuckers' minds away. It's gonna be dope, it's gonna be super limited. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm fucking super excited about that. And I'm excited to work, man. You know, it, it's a blessing. VVS, we got our fucking pens. They're getting out of customs from fucking China. That's why it's been kind of quiet. About to come back and get that shit gangster going. And then, obviously, my Ben Ball did the strain is going to be coming hard. And that's why the main reason why I'm going to San Francisco, because my cultivation is out there. But um, real quick, man, I want to talk about a few things, right? when uh, I had my reality TV show, you know, network was real small. They weren't really tripping too much. But when I got with the big agency and I was with CAA, you know, it was the first time you're with a major agency, you know, like most people don't even have an agency that's like that and whatever other than, you know, currently I'm with WME. But for my endorsements and stuff, I'm with XL Sports Management, you know. And there's certain things that my management, my agents will tell me like, hey man, you know, you got to chill on the gun talk and this, this and this and chill on certain religious talk and." Politics, things like that. But you know, of course, I'm always say fuck Donald Trump, you know, regardless. That's just me, period. But when I did that CNBC show, that Ice-T is the executive producing the American Hustler, you know, we went to do the pilot, got greenlit, and then we went to series, try to get, you know, picked up and everything. And before I did this, NBC ran a background check on me. And I've never, ever had a background check like this ran on me in my life. They found an Amex charge-off from when I was 19 for $2,000. Then they found a Ferrari payment that was, I guess, a discrepancy of three or four hundred dollars. But the thing was, I bought a car that was certified pre-owned. These jackasses didn't put the certified pre-owned in there. So what had happened was they had to rewrite the fucking deal because it was a two-year extended warranty on the Ferrari. So they had to give me a new account number. So meanwhile, I'm paying the account. I'm not missing any payments on my car, but. They gave a separate account number while they did that. Internally, there was like some fucking old school bullshit going on and their files were off. So I was paying on one account but the other account was saying it was open. I don't know what the fuck happened. Bottom line is they don't fucking report publicly. Ferrari is a private bank in Italy and they found that. Then they found out that my cousin had got arrested. They ran the most illest background check ever, okay? Not, Not to mention they had the passwords to all my social media so they could do a deep motherfucking McAfee Virus scan cleaner, a malware bite fucking scan through all my tweets. I had 36,700 tweets. They deleted 36,100 tweets. I must have called motherfuckers all kinds of shit. You know, I came from the old school. Motherfuckers said faggot, said bitch, said this, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're gay, you're this, blah, blah, whatever. You're a fucking retard, said all this shit. And I'm me, period. Right? People can't take it. Fuck you. You know, the world ain't fair. I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, man, this guy called me a chink. I'm going to go do this. Man, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm going to do it myself. If I decide to tell you motherfuckers, cool, you want to do something about it, that's great. But I'm going to handle it myself. What about people who can't? You know, the ones who are not strong enough or whatever. And maybe, you know, they have one eyeball and they're autistic and whatever. And the fucking, their dad beats them. and You know, one guy only has, you know, seven toes and, you know, he has one arm. I, I don't care. Straight up, man. Do you know? At a certain point, man, motherfuckers gotta just fight back. You find it somehow. You find a spark. All you need is a spark. You know what spark is? You find that spark. And that spark turns into a motherfucking fire. And that fire turns into a motherfucking forest fire. All right. And then that shit turns into fucking Australia. No disrespect. Going back, my boy Chase Stokes, who has become real famous and popular now. He has a hit show called Outer Banks on, on Netflix. He's doing all kinds of shit now. You know, dude used to live in his car, dude was homeless. And uh, he sent me messages when he was broke, and I'd seen him late, too late, right, whatever. And he's got a bunch of fans, fucking little good-looking white boy from Orlando, super well-rounded, good dude. And they, you know, he's like fucking 27 or something, but they found tweets from 10 years ago, and he he called Justin Bieber gay, and he said something about some old dude. He goes, what the fuck's wrong with this old guy? What is he, a fucking retard or some shit? And people are going crazy. They're going for the jugular. TMZ is covering the story. NBC. I'm like, motherfuckers, you ain't got no better. You ain't got nothing better to do than this shit. All that punk ass, bitch ass cancel culture. That shit is fucking lame as fuck. You know what, man? Jordan Belfort was right. Become successful. Motherfucker cancels you. It don't fucking matter. You want to know why? Because they can't fucking afford a, a fucking subscription. Can't cancel you, bitch. You ain't got a subscription. Fuck out of here. Fuck you going to do. Every single person that sees you, fuck online. Let a motherfucker see you in person. Oh, you that smack, bitch. What now? One by one, smack the shit out of motherfuckers. And it takes it back to the old school. So motherfuckers, stop using them Twitter fingers and stop talking all that shit behind fucking and think that the fucking laws gonna always protect them. That ain't the case. All right? Motherfuckers got to chill with that tough talk. Going on, trying to crucify my boy. He made his apologies, said his things, kept him 100, I believe, dude. Onto a bigger issue that I've been avoiding for a very long time And I'm giving my personal fucking opinion Whether he likes it or not But one of my boys is a partner of a nightclub And in this business, it's very fucked up Yes, a lot of shady shit that goes on There's a lot of drugs There's a lot of celebrities that get in trouble There's a lot of secrets There's all kinds of shit, All right. But my boy Eli got twisted in the situation with my other boy Sean and some chick ended up dying about it, right? I don't know the exact specifics, but what I do know is that the court documents leaked, and there's this dude who I know, who runs a website called The Dirty, right? The Dirty whatever, and he's a little dude, it's little Persian guy, his name's Nick Ritchie, and it's so fucking crazy because he named his fucking name after Nicole Ritchie, like he's just like what a fucking dick rider weirdo, right? I know Nick. Whatever you know no big deal right At the same time when I met Nick He had like maybe two or three articles about me He's like oh I'll take him down whatever Met dude and I was like hey bro like what's good man The dude's like 5'8 or whatever And he talks his shit whatever He's about to get in a fight with Dan Bilzerian I was with Dan at XS And whatever shit diffused And he goes hey man uh, you know I'm not gonna whatever And I actually did uh, Nick's show I forgot what the fuck it was called but, but like you know This dude is from a dying breed of media and he had a, you know, he had a, he had a website that people just talk mad shit about, and a bunch of fucking losers that go on there. And um, he started a new website called, or a new Instagram page called at celeb tm or something. And they ran the story. And the fucked up part is, you know, Eli got cut up in the mix, and you know, these text messages came out of from when the lady died. This young woman was, um, you know, a pretty woman that was, I don't know, she was a playmate or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was, but Eli had said some things that were, you know. Not necessarily taking out of context, but it's just how dudes talk. Motherfuckers talk like that. Oh, man, yeah, we got whores. We got some bitches. We got some whores. Man, you know, guess what? They're derogatory statements. Fucked up. I get it. You want to crucify somebody? You want to kill somebody because of it? Man, go fuck yourself. Okay? And Eli said some shit. I can't imagine if a motherfucker took my phone and hacked into my phone. Do you know how many motherfucking naked men, trannies, how many fucking whores, dicks, bitches, pussies, all kinds of crazy ass shit. You might think that me and Rob Kardashian are fucking gay. Okay? Like, you know how much shit is in my fucking phone? My wife he was like, oh my God, I pray to God your phone never gets hacked. And da, 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 da. I'm just letting you know. Motherfuckers talk a certain way. And they're out there trying to crucify dude. And I thought Eli was a little stronger. You know, he's like, fuck it. End up deleting his fucking Instagram. Then he deleted his Twitter. I don't know where dude is. I hope he's all right. But you know what? I know Eli enough to know that he wouldn't cover up a murder. Whether he has information or anything else, look, man, that's on him, right? Now, if he was directly involved, yeah, man, I think the dude should say something, right? But people coming at him is some whole shit. What's even more host shit, whether you on some news shit, everything else, I do my journalistic duties here as a podcaster. But I'm not about to go out there and just run a bash site and everything else. And you already know that shit's toxic. But Nick Richie, man, you gotta fall back with that bullshit, man. That's some, that's some ho shit. I ain't nobody even going to your motherfucking page anywhere. I just gave you some publicity and whatever it is, what it is. But Eli, if you're listening, man, I hope you're all right, man. I don't know, dog. You, you know, I always give you shit and I feel bad. You got some thick skin because I fuck with you on a regular. But, you know, rest in peace to that girl. I forgot what her name was. But, yeah, man, unfortunate situation. And I wanted to speak my piece on it because people have been asking about it for a motherfucking ever. <sighs> now, before we end this motherfucking show, I've been seeing a lot of news about Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green's marriage relationship. Are they broken up, this and that, whatever. They got kids. Look, man, I'm surprised Brian Austin Green's even being talked about anymore. I will say this. In the early 90s, Brian Austin Green was as big as, not as big as Bieber, but for the most part, he was as big as like Nick Jonas. This motherfucker was a sex symbol. He was on the number one show on TV. He was crushing it. We had a nightclub called Ballistics that we did. He did this other spot, Bar One. We used to go to. This dude had every bitch you could think of. He, he had all the broads. This dude was was crushing it. He was even rapping. He started out little goofy ass motherfucker, you know, and he was a cool dude. I never ever had a problem with Brian ever in my entire life, but it was funny when he was rapping. Funny story. In like 1995, 94, he sent Primo, DJ Premier, arguably be one of the greatest hip hop producers in history, sent this dude a seventy five thousand dollars check to do a beat, and that motherfucker, DJ Premier, sent the check back saying, "Nah, homie, I keeps it real." So it's fucking funny. Anyways, going back, Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox, you know they're going through some issues, or whatever. I don't give a fuck what they going through. They got kids. Megan's young. He has a podcast, apparently. I didn't fucking know about it and he said, he opened up about it and said that she was on a break and she was excited because she said, I like being on a break better than, than being with you and whatever else and, you know, quarantine, people are going whatever and they're arguing and shit. Megan Fox is a bad bitch. Megan is beautiful. She is a very pretty white girl. That girl is pretty as fuck. She's a bad bitch. After two kids, she's still bad. But it's just funny. I just wanted to bring it up because she got caught out there with Machine Gun Kelly. And they like use Machine Gun's fucking government name, Colton, this motherfucker done dropped bread with me. I've known Machine Gun for like 10 years. Never fucking knew his first name. But that's my dog, you know, I fuck with Machine Gun Kelly. And I know he had beef with fucking um, G-Eazy and other people and random shit here and there. But like, you know, Machine Gun Kelly is smashing her, was smashing fucking Kate, fucking, I don't fucking remember. Anyways, bottom line is he's hanging out with Megan Fox and I'm not mad at you, listen. Machine Gun Kelly, do your motherfucking thing. Brian Austin Green, hold your motherfucking head. And, dog, you got caught in a boomer situation, bro. I don't know what to say, man. It's a crazy, crazy situation. But, yo, shout out to motherfucking Ohio, my boy Kid Cuddy. Thank you for that motherfucking uh, new... What the fuck is that shirt? I forgot. Shout out to my boy Dennis. A lot of Ohio motherfuckers. I used to get in Ohio, if you didn't know. Shout out for that T-shirt, that Virgil Abloh. Kid Cudi shirt, um, why did that even come about? Because Ohio, Machine Gun Kelly from Ohio, he's from Cleveland, all that. Fuck you guys. Yo, look, man, that is it for the show. It was a short one. Still did more than most motherfuckers do on their podcasts. Yo, the weekend wrap-up is coming. Make sure you send in your fan questions. How you do that is go to your Apple podcast page on the iOS system. Easiest to do on your iPhone, or your iPad, go to the, the podcast app, find my page, leave a five-star review, leave a question. 95% chance I'm going to answer it on the show. Leave a good question, all right? Um, I just realized some of you people are sending me cameos. I just got three. Um, I lowered the price to like 300 bucks or 250 bucks. I forgot what the fuck it is. Do a shout out and I forgot. I'm about to actually change this shit in the next few days. So if you wanna do that again, it's gonna be a lot more fucking money because I don't wanna do them but um i am on there anyways yo we'll be back on monday with the weekend wrap jackass of the week all that shit i love all you motherfuckers i really do can't explain to you or express to you how much gratitude i have for you guys listening every week especially the day oneers right the real btb army that fuck with me that i've gone through all 83 episodes fuck with you guys heavy Look, man, shout out to Illegal Cartel for that theme song. Every time I hear it, it just puts me in a good mood. Shout out to my guy at Lakey Inspired. Motherfucker, you are a keyboard musical genius. And of course, last but not least, the motherfucking Dust Brothers, Miles, Jordan. You guys aren't just my producers, you have become so my closest friends in life. So, We are motherfucking out of here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Yo, Lakey, a.k.a. LL. Take us home, homie.